Welcome to the mic, Chloe Kemp from Kemp. It's time to be frank, it's time to vent from mental health to parental death. Where the humour is dark as she's bereft. There'll be tears and there'll be laughter, and of course we'll be talk about those pajamas. So pull up a seat, you're in the front row now. Turn down the lights, it's time to get the clothes down. Let's get the clothes down. Welcome back, everyone, or hi, how are you, if you're brand new? You are listening to Get the Clo Down with me, Chloe Kent, and today I am joined again with the hubster, Mr. Ryan Kent. Whoop, whoop. Hello. That's a bit saucy. Hello. Guys, I've been asking you recently, let's talk conspiracies. I fucking love a conspiracy and I've put out on Instagram what type of things you want us to talk about. We've had loads from Princess Diana to COVID. Christ, that's going to cause some arguments. I don't know. I think we might be too soon with COVID. Maybe we should (laughs) wait 10 years for everyone to forget about it a bit. I don't know. But one of them that only came up once, but I took that and ran, (laughs) was Area 51. I was like, this person, yes, shout out. You know I love an alien story because I've seen one, as you all know. And if you don't know, go back to the podcast, which is called Help, I Saw an Alien. Ryan's got his head in his hands, and I want to just knuckle sandwich him already. Do you you think you're alien because you've never seen it again? Do you think it may be Area 51? No, I think this is a no. different one. Well, I'm, I, it was in Paddock Wood and Kent Fan. That's ages away from Area 51. Right. I mean, unless it was going on a, a, a around the world cruise or something, I just... Well, it's doing no. a flyby. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how well I like jokes about my alien story? Not at all. <laughs> Did you know well, it's you're real? you're in the wrong place here then, love. <laughs> right. Area 51. Ryan, kick us off. Is there alien shizzles going on at Area 51, yes or no? Yes. Yes, you heard it here first. Thank you, everyone. Join us next week for our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Joking, I am. Um, I agree, obviously, wholeheartedly. I 100% believe that, but... Why Why do you? Is it just the fact that it just feels like it's just kind of like a, a badly kept secret, a well-known fact? Like, what makes you think that? I'm not going to say for certain there is, but... Yeah. There's got there's something there they don't want us to know about. It's, it's highly guarded. And people that have worked there have come out and said things are happening there. Mm-hmm. There's no smoke without fire, mm-hmm. and even if it's all lies, I want to believe it. Yeah, because we're like the X Files. We're, we're X Files kids, aren't we? Nineties X Files kids. Yeah, that's it. Hashtag the truth is out there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So who are you, Scully, or my Scully? Who was the bird? I don't know. Can't remember. I, th- I haven't watched it I- in years. I think you're a special agent, Scully, and you're the geezer. I can't remember his name. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you pointed out that I'm the geezer. I can't, all I know is that she was a redhead. And she was quite fit, wasn't she? Yeah, she was in that show we watched a little while back as well, wasn't she? Yeah, she's good. I used to love the X Files. We've gone off topic. Yeah. Also, about how just... hot she was. 
do you know what I just thought about when I was in school once? I was we, we were playing in the playgrounds, and um, the boys they finally for the first time let me play with them because normally like they don't. You know, the you know, boys and girls are separate sides of the playground, yeah. And they're playing Power Rangers, and I was like, I want to play Power Rangers. And then this girl, she was like so pretty. She was like, I want to be the pink one. There's like, oh yeah, of course you're the pink one. And then my other friend was like, well, I want to be the yellow one. And I'm thinking, well, there's no more female Power Rangers. So I was like, well, who can I be? And this boy <laughs> that I fancied shrugged and went, well, I don't know, because there's no fat ones. <gasps> what? Yeah. That's a that's a bit much, isn't it? I'm not even going to say his name, but if you're listening, Alex Smith, I hope that they send you to Area 51, you little bitch. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Let's rein it in. Oh, my God. I need a Prozac. Um, I had a really crazy thought about Area 51. What if there's no aliens? What if it's just Elvis Presley and Michael Jackson and Tupac and all the other people? No. Why are you shaking your head? No. Maybe they hadn't enough of the spotlight. <sighs> no. What? If, no, oh my you, god! No, no, uh, no Ryan. I've, I've no. I've got it now. Area Fifty One. You go in, and it's all the deceased in quotation people that didn't want to be in the spotlight anymore, and they're at the bar, and George Michael comes around with a pina colada, and Club Tropicana is playing in the background. No. Pre- Presley's there. Diane is there. No. Oh, Dodi Fayed is there. Oh, it's all no. kicking. It's, it's oh my god. Honestly, you've gone way off topic here, haven't you, love? You don't know, though, Ryan. No, you're right. I don't know. But out of all the theories I've heard about Area 51, that's got to be the most, <laughs> I don't know, out there one. That's 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 further out than the aliens. Just imagine it, though, like, <laughs> like George Michael and that, just all sitting around, like, reading the paper. Oh, fucking hell, look. They, they reckon they saw... <laughs> Some alien activity outside again. No, stop it. Elvis, open the window, lean out. That freak him out. Could you imagine? Oh, don't. Yeah. Anyway, let's keep it back to aliens because Ryan's not impressed with my my thought. But you just don't know, babe. You know? No, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. But come on. I think think that's a bit more far-fetched than a load of VTs running around, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, let's just get to it, though. I've been to Area 51, but I would love to go with you. Because I don't, I was only 16, I was with dad, and uh, we did do the whole Area 51 thing, because I know that dad doesn't really believe in it all, but I, I know he wanted to see Area 51, because obviously it's just, you know, it's just a worldwide landmark, or whatever you call it, I don't know. But me and dad, yeah, me and dad got out the car, and we started approaching it, and it was daylight still, it was about four o'clock in the afternoon, I think we were on the way to Vegas, and... um there's a sign that says, do not cross, uh, you know, this this line. Um, you will be shot on sight, blah, blah, <laughs> All right. And I think me and dad were like, oh, let's just take two steps. Sod it. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're from Kent. You can't tame us. <laughs> so we crossed, <laughs> we, crossed, we crossed two steps over, babe, no joke. Literally in the distance, there's this huge black, like, SUV blacked out windows that just start speeding towards us. Dad's like, back of the car, back of the car. Like... Honestly, like, I'm not even exaggerating. It's mad. You cannot get near it. And one thing Dad did say that was so spooky, but I think he's absolutely right. As a joke, I said something to Dad about, should we just leg it and see how far we get? And um, Dad said, you're talking like they can't hear us, Chloe. You know, like, yeah. like there's probably bugs around it, isn't there? Like, they can hear everything yeah. and yeah. see you. And because they're supposed to be so highly tech, obviously, you know, I 100% believe that. Well, yeah, I, I kind of think as well, though, that even though there is the perimeter fence around it, 
I reckon for another 20 miles in every direction, there's cameras, there's sensors, there's, you know, like motion sensors, there's hearing, visual, everything. Mm, that place yeah. is so well guarded. And the thing is, is they give you that little bit of, you know, they let you go that far, you know, just so people can go, oh, yeah, I went that far. But, you know, it's like, I don't know if you see the video of the two guys on the bikes. No. They went, it, they went yeah, they went in. They went they went quite far in. They got quite far in. And, I think um, I have, actually. Yeah, the, the, the SUV pulled up and the guy straight away had their guns out. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you here? This is a restricted area, blah, blah, blah. You have to leave now. One of them said, why? What what what, what, what have we done? They said, you ha- you're not allowed here. You either leave or you'll be taken away. Well, I don't think that even security guards and that know what's in there. I don't even think they know what... what they're protecting no not they to probably the full see, no they probably see some weird stuff but i very much doubt you, your average security guards will know what they're protecting then again is it average security guards or is it like no. top of the range like mi5 shit they're, they're, they're highly trained ex-navy seals or whatever it is you know there's some real security around that place they're not just going to have the average joe Moorcock in there are they I don't know, babe. I mean, I took two steps over that line and, you know, little old chubby Chloe with a dodgy fringe from Kent, you know, and, I, and I'm still here to tell the tale. I was not shot on sight. I know, so I know but you're good? not going to have Paul, Paul Blark come along on his little Segway, are you? No. <laughs> I'm a bit upset I weren't shot. What story? It's the cat. Sorry, guys, there were some noises and uh, Ryan's looking freaked out like something from Area 51 is in our house. Oh, my God, we're getting shot. They're in bed. Let's start, <laughs> let's start discussing some evidence we have that there are aliens. <clears throat> Apart from the fact that you could literally YouTube uh, UFO sightings and it is ridiculous how much now comes up. Because we have the internet and we have cameras on our phones, we're so much quicker to be able to record things and share it. I mean, now, early on YouTube, um, I did post UFO sightings and straight away, I've got Minnesota, Canada, various places all over America. Then I've got Mexico, Venezuela, there's loads there. Um, India one, gets quite a few. Yeah, then there's, then there's like one over Cornwall. Like, it is everywhere. People are, are seeing some crazy shit, and they have for a long time. And, yes, yeah, some of them you, you look and you think, oh, actually, that could just be something, you know, not UFO as such. Well, UFO just means unidentified flying object. But you know what I mean? It could be something with a, with a real silly reason behind it. And then there's others that you just think, no, that's so unexplainable. Like, well, who it, knows? Have you seen the videos of the fighter pilots? Mm. And they, they follow that, that – They one of them says there's like a – tic-tac shape and it's hovering just above the ocean i'm gonna go back and have a look and he goes he, he flies forward yes. and goes back, has a look, and this thing is zigzagging all over yep. the place and then it's just gone it, it, it takes off and the, the pilot says at full speed our jet could not have kept up with that there is no way this jet my jet at the time would have kept up with the speed that was going at so that video that you're referring to was actually released by the Pentagon in 2017. Oh, was it? Yeah. So they did do a full investigation and they decided to release it to the public. But mm. I think that if, if 
you know, the Pentagon and other, other places in America or the world, you know, they probably have so many files that if they're happy to release that one, which is quite crazy, imagine what they do have that they don't share with us. Yeah, well, they reckon that the presidents, like when they're when they're in office, don't even know, do they? Because Barack Obama yeah. was asked in an interview, I don't know if you've seen this or heard this, I'm sure it's Barack Obama, um, they said, you know, come on, t- tell us something that, you know, and they got onto Area 51, they were saying, come on, tell us something we don't know, tell, tell the world something that they don't know. And he said, there's things in places that you don't want to know. So Ooh. what does that tell you? It tells you that he doesn't want to say shit because he'd be assassinated the next day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Speaking of an assassination, do you remember, if not, I'll find it and I'll play it for you. Let me just see, actually, because I did save something. I just want to get the dates right. There, there was a phone call uh, to a very popular radio station in the Nevada desert. Well, the radio station covers Nevada, California, places like that. And the uh, radio host was called Art Bell. And he's really he was really famous in America. He's passed away now. Um, let me just see. Yeah, the call. There was a phone call on the 9th of November, 1997, where a man who claims that he worked for, well, worked within Area 51, had come out. He phoned the show, panicked, and he said, look, there's, there's things I want to get out there and, and tell the world, but I need to be quick because they're going to, they're going to, um, what, what's the word? Uh, basically clamp down on what, what, what Pacific area he's in. They're going to find him. He was running and he's, he's con- come to this payphone, I think. And he's on the phone to the radio host and, and the radio host is like, okay, well, what can you tell us? And he says, there is so much that the government don't want you to know. There is so much there. Um, it is a place where they've been uh, looking into, you know, alien life forms and, you know, spaceships and things like that. And there's some really bad stuff that is that is going to happen. And the government are aware of it, but they, they don't want us to tell anyone. And he and then this guy stops. He starts sobbing and crying. And he was like, I'm scared. You know, it, I, I can't take this anymore, knowing what's going to happen to the pop- population. And then he's like, oh, my God, Art, they're coming. They're coming. They've found me. Anyway, a few seconds later, the phone goes dead. Apparently, to this day, that phone call has been really heavily looked into. They can't find any signs of it being a hoax. It does look like, to this day, it was a genuine phone call from an hysterical man from apparently Area 51 that wanted to try and talk to the nation and share his thoughts before he ended up being assassinated. Have you heard that phone call? I haven't had the phone call, but... It rings a bell. I think I've. I think either you've told me this before. Or I've heard it somewhere else. But with something like that, with a fu- just a phone call, yeah, I kind of think, yeah, okay. I, I, I again, I want to believe it, but it could be Bob down the road pissing around. Yeah, but this was this was of course nineteen ninety seven. So he didn't just have Facebook to post something. He didn't have TikTok mm. to do a little video. Yeah, that's true. The only way, if he wanted to try and get uh, to, you know, a, a big sum of people to tell him, would be a radio station. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I mean, I can't. I don't think I can play it on the podcast purely because I don't know if it infringes like copyright. I don't know if I'll get into trouble or yeah, what. But basically, it, it is on YouTube, guys. If you want to look into it, just type uh, uh, "Art Bell Radio Station." Um, 
uh, well, I think I just typed in hysterical man from Area 51. But literally, the, the video is on there. It's on YouTube. Loads of other people have, have posted it, given their thoughts and everything else. Um, there's a lot of people that were commenting on this video as well and saying things like, wow, <laughs> I remember when I was six years old, listening to this in 1997. I'm 31 years old now. This still sends chills up my spine to this day. There's even older people in their 50s. Um, somebody said that they were in the army, I think, and they they remember listening to this, you know, particular radio station with their pals. And even now that they they still can't believe what they heard live on air. And it's, you know, I again, it's one of those things. It doesn't seem to be a hoax. And you know, why, you know, should we assume everything's bollocks all the time? You know, we can't. Yeah, no, I th- I think it'd be very naive. I think it is naive to people that don't believe there's another life form. How there is Okay, we're the only planet that we can live on. This is the only planet we can live on openly, walk around without breathing apparatus on and things like that. But who's to say that other species haven't developed, you know, fish live in water. We we can't. Again, without oxygen tanks and that. What's to say there's not another species out there that doesn't need oxygen as such? You know? Imagine if you met an alien, though, and that they're like, tell me about your species. I'm like, well, me, personally, I'm on Prozac and I have anxiety attacks if I spend longer than five minutes in a queue in Morrison's. And they're like, no. (laughs) What the fuck is a panic attack? Could you imagine? Yeah. um, But I just... I just think that it's that there's. I just don't believe that there can only be humans that can walk around a planet and that no. other planets and I, I, maybe not the planets that we know of. Maybe this space goes on forever. So I, I, I think, think it's 90... very silly to be. You know, looking and saying, you know, there's nothing out there. I I think ninety percent would probably agree at at this point, and and um I think that's what's interesting as well because I think twenty years ago, if you were to say that you you believed in aliens, you would mm. be rendered a crazy bitch. You know, but yeah. now pilots coming forward—that's mad to me. A pilot back in the days, somebody commented this on YouTube. I, I'm literally. Uh, saying what what they put but it was such a fantastic point um there were actually there was a there was just an average joe and a pilot having a conversation these comments and they were basically saying that you know back then a pilot would never risk their you know their career to say such things but now pilots are coming out pilots are posting videos or tweets or, or just telling their family or friends that actually you know, I flew over to Canada last last week and I saw something really crazy in the sky and, you know, I couldn't explain it. And I yeah. think that's that's really interesting now that because there's not as much fear of being judged, people are actually, you know, putting it out there and, and sharing more stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't say I've got one to share. I've, I've not had an encounter, as people call it. I've not had an experience. I've seen shooting stars. I've seen slow-moving objects in the sky, like lights. I put that down to being a satellite. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that was a, a spaceship because there's no way of me proving it. I, I would say that was a satellite. But 
basically, where would where did the idea come from? Where where did the idea and, and this drawing of the little green man come from? It had to come from somewhere. It had to come from somewhere. It's like well, NASA. NASA wasn't originally investigating space. It was only like this. I want to say like sixties or seventies. They were in the ocean, and they wanted to explore more of space. They just mm. stopped all funding for the ocean. What was in the ocean? What made them stop looking in the ocean? What did they see down there and go, yes, yeah, enough of that. Let's go look upwards now. Or what did they find I... down there that made them go, that's from up there? Yeah, interesting. I mean, I, 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 mean, I think there's fuck all in there, if I'm honest. But I say that, obviously, 80% has not been explored. But I 93% mean... 93% has not been explored. I mean, I just uh, apart from the old Titanic that is down there and everything else, I don't know what else is down there. No, I think that you'll be naive now. I think <laughs> we'll save Honestly. that for another pod. But yeah, let's do it. One of the biggest incidents is incidences or just incidents. Don't you don't know, do you? No, I mean, no, even fab. One of the biggest situations <laughs> that has got everybody talking is the Roswell incident in 1947. I think this is where so much conspiracy seems to all stem from. As soon as you type in alien UFO anywhere into Google, at some point you're going to you know, come across the Roswell incident that happened on July 8th, 1947 in New Mexico. So just to sum up, in case somehow you don't know, uh, a small, very small town called Corona, it's a bit weird that, in New Mexico, um, it, there seemed to be some debris from what people now believe was a flying saucer. Um, the 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 crash the crash happened and and people alerted the authorities basically. But I think what's caused the biggest um, you know kind of conspiracy to evolve is the fact that it wasn't just police or firefighters or anyone like that that come to the scene to, you know, kind of dissect it and analyse it and go from there, it ended up being some huge trucks of, you know, government army people that come along, collected the debris, took it and and left the scene straight away, you know. And then ever since then, it was extremely hush-hush. And, yeah, it, from from that, people seem to have, you know, kind of put two and two together a bit and thought, okay. Well, you, I, I kind of, I'm more inclined to believe something that happened that far back because today you've got all the technology you've got cgi you've got everything that people can go nah that was all man-made it was, it was a hoax mm-hmm. back in 1947 they didn't have all of that they didn't have all of that no we're so no. advanced now and there is a few black and white images of things you know so it is out there online i mean you can't see a great deal um but you can kind of you know form an opinion for what you see you know as i say there was only ever said to be some there from from, from some sort of crash and they took the you know they, they took the, the debris to be studied but from there I d- it, this is crazy because the roswell crash is so well known but not a lot of people know that there is something that happened in the uk which is nicknamed the british roswell incident riri do you know forest yes rendlesham forest me and ryan uh we went camping there 
because I, I, I basically I found it by mistake. We moved to Norfolk and I, I wanted to just explore and I wanted to go out for the day and I wanted to go somewhere beautiful. And this place came up on Google called Rendlesham Forest in Suffolk. It was about an hour's drive. And I thought, sod it, I'm going to go. Took the kids, took the dog. It was free. And we went walking for like an hour and a half. And I was walking around this huge forest. And there's all these like UFO signs and like information. And and then you come across this little UFO um, kind of structure. And I was like, shit, I didn't know any of this. So I started reading and then started uh, researching into it. And basically... In on the 18th, no wait, let me just get this right. On the 26th of December in 1980, there were reports from the RAF in Woodbridge um, nearby that there were some crazy lights in the sky that had been, you know, witnessed that were dipping in and out of Rendlesham Forest. Um, so it seems that two soldiers and a security guard were following these lights into the woods. Um, as they approached it, the lights sort of come together and shot straight up to the sky in front of them. What's weird is that in the aftermath, they saw the trees were kind of like burnt and been affected by where this this UFO was. Um, and it had left like a perfect triangle shape in between, you know, these trees. Um, and the security guard went, you know, he went to the police and he said, I, I, I want to draw what I've seen. And he actually drew some sort of spaceship almost like we would see in films you know it goes back mm. to that whole theory of being drip fred shit so that when we do see weird crap we kind of have an idea of what it is do you know yeah. what i mean yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of like that's been happening anyway you, you, again you can google it rendlesham forest you can google it and you can see there's like a kind of an oval uh shaped top and then like a real triangle kind of saucer and you know this this is from people who this is military technology as well. I mean, granted, it was nineteen eighty, but it was still military technology that was tracking this UFO into the woods, which then caused soldiers to go and have a look themselves. Soldiers aren't going to lie. Then they did some investigations of um, radiation, and they actually found that the radiation in in that particular area was was high. It was you know off the scale, which is dangerous. Yeah. But also also indicated that something kind of crazy or out of space, well, something they couldn't explain, had to have been there. Yeah. You know, and there's people who have, have written books about this. Then I believe one of the, I think it's a lieutenant, um, again, Google it, guys, for the actual facts. But what I believe from what I, I was reading recently was there was a, a, a lieutenant and he was telling the story quite openly and then somebody from like the government can't come to the scene who was involved and they basically said and and it's a famous quote don't tell the people and now there's books been released and the books are titled don't tell the people and it basically means that they they hushed him in the end so from that point the guy that actually went to the police drew a picture of a ufo suddenly didn't want to talk about it anymore and nobody else did you know and they started denying claims and everything else but People have been investigating and digging deep. And two of those soldiers that found the UFO in, in, in the woods ha actually had to leave the army on medical grounds. Like, pretty quick. Whether yeah. it's because of the radiation or, or a mental impact or something, I don't know. But they had to leave the army after that. So, you know, it's it's crazy. You can't... You, you you can maybe, you know, roll your eyes if, you know, crazy Susan from down the road reckons she saw something in the sky. But I don't know how much you can, you know, roll your eyes at 
people from the army witnessing something in the sky with with their technology tracing it and and all kind of having a, you know the same story and then further investigations show um radiation what do you think no i agree i agree but then you've got you've got other sightings around the world yeah where something's happened and two people that don't know each other have given near on exactly the same accounts you're not going to tell me that it's just a coincidence for all these times that people that don't know each other at all are telling you exactly the same story or near on the same story. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, with the whole shape of a spaceship uh, as, you know, as it's known and told as a saucer and things like that. Again, that idea has to come from somewhere. Who would have said a spaceship looks like a saucer. You know, we've seen it in Independence Day. We've seen big ships come. And it's in, that is only a film, but you've seen big ships come, small ones come out of it, little saucer. Where's that idea come from? Yeah. Because people have been seeing these since like the 30s, 20s, 30s, 40s. And there was, like you say, there was no internet, there was no, it was just hearsay. Uh-huh. But... D- d- I just don't believe that these things are just made up. I don't. People call me crazy, but I don't believe it's all just made up and it's all just rubbish. I, I think you know. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just it fascinates me that it's not just you know your everyday Joe saying you know like I said somebody that lives out in the middle of nowhere in America saying that they thought they saw something. The fact that you've now got pilots and even in the very early eighties we had army people saying it. You know, like. There's, there, there has to be some sort of truth to it, whether it's, you know, like an alien or something, it is something different that we just couldn't explain at the moment. You know, I we, think, we I think, don't know, but... No, I think you're right. I, I think going back to the Area 51 subject, if there is nothing there to hide, let some people in. Let some people in to go and have a look. Like a select group of people, one, like, you know... 10 from Europe, 10 from Asia, 10 from Africa, don't know each other. Let them all go in and see if there's nothing well, there to hide. Well, no, because the, the, the point is, is that it's supposed to be top secret, you know, well, army yeah, shit. I know. Yeah, <laughs> in case there's yeah. a war. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe so, that. But... Well, that's that's the thing, is that apparently they are yeah. working on faster, faster jets and everything else you know so they they can't be risking sharing yeah, that with, with the rest what, of the what, world with what technology though what technology that comes from new scientists or you know smarter people than you and i <laughs> but isn't it funny how back in the 70s isn't it funny that people are a lot smarter now to the 70s to the 80s yeah because technology yeah i know but where does that technology come from Who's thinking of these things? Why, why didn't someone in the 70s come up with this idea? Well, that's like saying, well, you know, well done to the inventor of electricity, but why didn't someone work that out in 1902? Could have saved me a few candles, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, I'm you just can't, saying. I'm just it's, saying. It, it's just a natural timeline, isn't it? You 20 know, years things... ago, 20 oh, years ago. Oh, no, I don't know what the fuck you're on about. No, come on, 20 years ago. <laughs> Coming on, yeah, 20 years ago. We didn't have the technology we got now. Yeah. yeah. 
And you're saying it's all due to smarter people. So what, are you saying people in the 70s were a bit stupid? No, you're No, not. but like Elon Musk and people like that, they have their ideas now, but they didn't have those ideas 20 years ago. They've got, you know, got to work on shit, invent shit. They've got, to, you know, it takes a while. The longer this all goes on, the more technology will advance. That's what you're saying, yeah? Absolutely, of course, which yeah, is why... And, and correct, you're correct. Yeah, thank you. But th these ideas aren't coming out of thin air. I'm sorry they're not. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay, yeah. Have we done this pod a bit late in the day? No, not at all. <laughs> what, what's not coming out of thin air? I'll tell you what, let, let's make this. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's come up with this idea. I want to make this. It's okay. coming from somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Guys, if anyone has a clue, <laughs> Ryan's what I'm to saying yeah. is, if yeah. you've got another species out there, yeah, that is so more advanced than us. Which, let's be honest, if they're coming from a distant planet somewhere that we don't know about, their technology mm. is obviously a lot more advanced than ours. So if we've then got our hands on this technology, again, like the, the theory of you said about drip feeding information to, yeah. to, to us as the public, how do we know they're not drip feeding the technology to us? Yeah, that's a that's really my point. That's a really good and valid point, but fuck me, you went round the houses, didn't you? You could have just said that. Warm. All right. Babe, at one point I thought I was having a stroke, or you were. <laughs> didn't know what the fuck was happening but no i mean yeah if if in area 51 is you know some sort of saucer or spaceship or at least the debris that they've been able to use and piece together and work some stuff out then yeah perhaps they've been able to you know look at way more advanced technology and and it's given us ideas well not us sorry exactly. we won't fucking know but yeah given them ideas or inspiration to further things but exactly it's it's obviously something that we we won't know. I mean, do you remember that whole? Uh, I think it was a TikTok thing. It was somewhere on social media where everyone was going to storm Area Fifty One. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Loads of people went, but no one fucking ran, did they? Well, I think they all probably got there. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run for it. Yeah. And they've got there and looked and thought, Nah, you're right. Two would... be on in a minute. You know, the chase is on at five. I definitely wouldn't do it because as a fat one, I've I've been there before and I know how it ends. Not Area 51, but you know when you're a kid and you're like, oh, let's all play Knockdown Ginger. Chloe do it, Chloe do it. And then they know why, because you're the fat one and it takes you ages to run. So if the person opens their door, they, they see you with your dodgy bob waddling away. Chloe, I know your mother. I'm going to tell you it wasn't me. <laughs> Meanwhile, like your cousin and your mates, you know, all the athletic bastards, they're up, they're, you know, they're up the hill. <laughs> There was also a one year in Halloween where, you know, my, my friends and my cousin, a lot of this happens when with my cousin, he's such a wind up. He was trying to get me to like wind up these teenagers. So we were, then they were like, Chloe, you, you go, you go, like you lead, you lead the way. And I was like leading up to these like teenagers, like come and have a go if you think you're hard enough, you know, all that lot trying to be cocky. And they started egging us, literally Ryan, when my friends are so fast, like they were gone. I was covered in like, honestly about eight eggs no lie <laughs> i went home and my mum was like what the fuck <coughs> happened to you 
I mean, I'm not being funny. She was like, George said to me, you've ruined your costume. Oh, bin liners, Carol. Do you know what I mean? Sorry, you, that's what we had back in the day, wasn't it? Bin liners. So sorry, I've, I've ruined the bin liners. £1.20 Honestly. for 60 Oh my god! <coughs> but yeah, so I wouldn't do that Area Fifty One. There's no way I'm running in anyway. I, th- I think we end. should go. What and try and cross the line, or? Well, you just do that thing where you you know you're jumping over the northern southern hemisphere, wouldn't you? This side, that side, this side, that side. We have really different ideas of holidays, me and you. Yeah, I know, right. I just, I don't think, oh, I can't wait to get all the way there. Just don't go this side. Yet showed. <laughs> no, would you not be interested? Like, would, would you not be... The curiosity, don't, you don't think would get you? And you go, come on, we'll, we'll go, we'll, we'll just drive in. We'll just drive in, you know. Half what, mile, Area 51? Yeah. No, I don't want to die. Go past the line. Past no. The line. Push your luck. I'll take a bit. I'll take a picture by the side and I'll like, you know, pretend that I'm going to run past it like a badass. Do you know what I mean? And then if we ever break up, I'll make it my Tinder profile so people think I'm a bad bitch. But other than that, absolutely, I'm not running in. <clears throat> no, but I do want to go to the Area 51 little diner because apparently they've got like this six stack of alien pancakes and they're green. Oh, I could eat some of them. Honestly. What? All that way, you won't cross the line, but I want to go for the pancakes. And there's a gift shop. We could get oh, your lady oh. and there you go then. We'll go we'll go all that way. We'll spend all that money on flights to go to the gift yeah. shop. Oh, it's better than your <laughs> idea. Yours is like a fucking suicide pact. <laughs> oh come on, let's run over the line. No. It'd, it'd be an adventure. I'll tell you to do it with me. You are not taking my son anywhere, thank you. Over that line. <laughs> What has, I mean, I don't know if you if you have anything fresh at the top of your head, but have you got anything at the top of your head that has been evidence, been a YouTube video, been discussed over the last however many years that has freaked you out? Um, no, not freaked me out, no. But definitely um, makes you think a bit more. It kind of makes you go... All right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And then you know, again, you you want to believe. You want to believe mm. more. You I know. mean, I don't know if it's necessarily linked to aliens. This this is this is a, another conspiracy theory in itself, but it still could be. I mean, Stonehenge is is was that something that was left or put together by, by some sort of alien entity or something? Yeah. I mean, pyramids. Pyramids. Yeah, pyramids. Because there's no way the weight of that stone, there is no way that they just that they managed to just carry them up, drag them up. Those blocks are that heavy. There's no way. The pyramid one's quite interesting actually. I might have to look like do some research into that because there's lots of crazy stuff with the pyramids where they yeah. in, they've drawn pictures inside and stuff that indicate other exactly. stuff, isn't there? Exactly. But that's something that we could look into separately. I mean, I just I I, I don't know how yeah, how pyramids would have been made so successfully. No, and if you listen to the the experts like 
physicists and things like that, scientists, mathematicians, the size and weight of those blocks, even if you had them at a slight angle when you dragged them on rollers. Yeah. The 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 time to build those and the manpower to drag those blocks, even up a one percent incline, the ramp would have had to have been miles long. Mm-hmm. But then that's for like the first and second levels. How many levels of blocks are there on them pyramids, and how would they have got to the top for it to be a one percent incline? How long would that ramp have had to have been? Mm-hmm. There's, n- I'm sorry, but there's no way. There's no way that they are man-made. Going back to some incidents that have happened, one, there's, there's a couple here that have been witnessed by so many people. There was one that happened on March the eighth, nineteen ninety-four, Michigan, specifically over Lake Michigan. Over a hundred witnesses phoned the police. Between yeah, that's what I was saying a minute ago. It's people that don't know each other coming out with near on the same story. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that. That's a hundred separate people all over West Michigan uh, in 1994. Again, so no no real cameras on you know readily available on phones, no social media to stir up some mass hysteria. Just people that heard or you know heard something and went outside or saw bright lights and and witnessed something and phoned the police. Again, you can actually, I I believe on YouTube, you can actually listen to the phone calls um, that were made to the police on that night by a few different people. The other one was 1997, again, in March in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, The Phoenix light, sometimes referred to as the lights over Phoenix, is a popular name given to a series of optical phenomena that took place in the sky over the U.S. states of Arizona and Nevada, on March 13th, 97, lights of varying descriptions were seen by thousands of people between 7.30pm and 10.30pm in a space of about 300 miles from the Nevada line through to Phoenix on the edge of Tuscan. I mean, that's a huge number. Again, we're, we're in the 90s, so mm-hmm. we haven't got the, the social media to start a trend and to start stirring, you know, that mass hysteria where people jump on a bandwagon, like, oh yeah, I saw it too, you know, like... These are all separate people that have seen something and start phoning emergency services scared. Well, eventually, eventually, it will be leaked. And, well, it, it may do. I'm In my mind, eventually, it will be leaked, whether it's in our lifetime or not, or in generations upon generations' time. Mm-hmm. And that, you know it'll be okay. So if if we've been lied to for years about this, what else don't we know? Mm-hmm. One of the um, la- most recent reports was February twenty twenty one in New Mexico, where it says a pilot at an altitude of thirty seven thousand feet reported seeing a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast right over the top of them according to published audio american airlines confirmed that the radio transmission came from flight 2292 faa a few days later stated a pilot reported seeing an object over new mexico shortly afternoon local time on sunday feb 21st 2021 um faa air traffic controllers however did not see any object in the area on their radar scopes Hmm. But obviously, these are you know experienced pilots that have seen something. Yeah. yeah, it makes you wonder as well if if there are 
if they have the technology to not be picked up by our technology, yeah. you know? Exactly. Exactly. The thing is about a UFO story is that it's such a rabbit hole. You could you you could discuss it for hours and hours and you're never really gonna be closer to an answer. And the thing is it there is no right answer either because we just don't know. It's not like we're building this podcast up to go at the end and guys, this is all rubbish or guys there is there are aliens. We don't know. And yeah. this, this that's the reason this could go on for hours upon hours, days, weeks, months, years. Because we just don't know. The scariest thing is, as well, is that this isn't, you know, this isn't it. I mean, if you go, if you go and look online, you know, there's been strong sightings now since, well, since forever. But I really think from the '90s it's kicked off, and I think this is just because we're just more of a social, we're just more social, I think, and people, people aren't too too scared to say anymore what what they what they think is happening. And I just think we're going to keep seeing more sightings, but because of our technology, we'll have more of it on camera. Um, more yeah. of it will be captured. We'll have more to discuss. I just hope, though, that nothing bad happens. Hopefully, it just stays at sightings and not we wake up in the morning like Independence Day where there's just a ship in the sky because I would ship myself. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, it's big, and the reason you'd be scared is because it is the unknown. You just don't know. That's where fear comes from. It's the unknown. I mean, of course it is. I mean, if I woke up to a spaceship and that Kirsty Allsop, whatever her name is, from location, location, location was there, like, okay, beings, and this is Kent, really lovely to settle, then, yeah, you'd be like, oh, it's not, you're right, hi, neighbours, bit different, but you're right. But, no, it's the fear of getting up and seeing something completely fucking scary and not knowing whether it's going to be, like, an Independence Day type of feel because, I mean, Will Smith is, you know, as... as much as he's cool in that, we've we've seen the best he does is bitch slap Chris Rock. So I don't think he's going to protect us from aliens, unless they're all, they're all scared of a backhander. <laughs> you do know he's an actor, right? <laughs> Barely worth thinking about, is it? I think though that we should just prepare in case there's ever a UFO like um, invasion. We should put all the dickheads on the front line first. You know, like Zappy from Endubs. He's just a bit of a knob, isn't he? I've tr- I've tried to like him, but I've been watching all the N-Dubs concerts on Twitter, and he's such a tuna melt. You've actually wasted your time to watch them. Yeah, he was shouting at like people in the the venue, like, "Oh, I turn the lights down, bruv. They're too bright." And someone put in the comments, "Dappy, you should just be pleased that there's light shining down on you once again." And I thought, "Oh, what a deep comment." So yeah, it's true though. So we put Dappy on the front line. With, I think, David Walliams, because he's pissing me off lately. I just, he's a bit weird, man. You Why just noticed that? Yeah, well, just, he just does me. There's something wrong with him, I think. So we'll put oh, him he's... on the front line. Yeah, the thing is, Chloe, by putting all these Wallies on the front line, they're going to get through to the second line pretty quickly, aren't they? Let's be honest. And then I think we should put Catherine Ryan out there. No, right, Ryan, you can't come about in the news and say that basically you've got this massive bombshell and then don't tell everybody because, do you know what, that's just as bad as putting on Facebook, like, checked into hospital and everyone's like, oh, are you okay, hon? She's like, yeah, but I'm not putting here, DM me. It's just as bad as that. She's kept it a secret from us all. It's pissing me off. I, I've been looking at comedians constantly for the past two days trying to work out who it is. I haven't got a Scooby, so she can go to the front line and think about what she's done. Wow. 
I think we need to leave it here on that note because I'm getting bereft. Fuming. <laughs> Catherine, if you're listening, highly doubt it, but I love you really. <laughs> yeah, I think you may have just sold that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's all love. Right, Riri, thank you so much for talking to me about aliens in Area 51. It's such an interesting topic. There's there's so much to cover that we couldn't possibly do it all in a little 45-minute slot. But I hope that it's been quite interesting to you. I bet some of you guys listening probably have your own stories or you've, you've searched stuff on YouTube and found even more interesting shit. But, yes, really hope you've enjoyed it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Um, next week next week i'm talking with joey james about 9 11 uh then me and riri are going to do some more of our christmas games we have picked a new one up from morrison so we will do that and then we will think of a new topic ryan what do you fancy should you have a little think yes have a think i think maybe a good one mm. would be discussing christmas movies what What's the conspiracy there, other than the fact that Die not, Hard is not a Christmas film? Not conspiracies. We're on a, I'm on a conspiracy just, just, hype. All right, we'll do a conspiracy one then. You you know, I just thought Christmas, lighten the mood a bit, discuss Christmas movies, and let's all just agree that Die Hard is the best Christmas movie out there. <laughs> Shut up, it's not. Right, we'll have a think, guys. We'll let you know what me and Ryan are going to come up with next week, whether it's conspiracy or Christmas movies. It won't be, so it'll end up in an argument because he'll piss me. He'll just spend the whole pod telling me that Die Hard's a Christmas film. It is. It's not. Right. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you guys very soon. Stay safe from aliens, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>